0: Welcome to another episode of Optimum Seven Surge Sessions, our weekly e-commerce, digital marketing, and technology podcast. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Surge. This week, we will talk about the top six trends and the future of e-commerce. Now, I have my list here. The first one is personalization. Mm -hmm. Now, John, we're working with a lot of different types of tools. Klaviyo is one of those. A lot of the, um, you know, I just looked at something I think called Ignite Post that sends handwritten cards to your e-commerce customers. Oh, cool. So this is a big thing because everybody's trying to differentiate themselves from the competition. Right? Sure. And the best way you can do that is personalization. Sure, sure. Uh, we have another client that sells uh, shirts, and they're really mm-hmm. working uh, heavily on monogramming and customizing oh, yeah. their T-shirts. Oh, yeah. Tell us about personalization.
1: Why would any brand want to personalize their experience? Sure. Their products for the consumer? Sure. So, I mean, when I'm doing business with somebody, I want to know that they are talking to me. Uh, if they're generalizing and they're just saying, oh yeah, we have products for all these people, you lose that interest. Um, if I, they come to me and they say, hey, John, I have a shirt for you. Hey, John, I have this, this, and this made specifically for you, I'm gonna engage a little bit more because they took that time. They know me, they're they're looking after me, they know my interests, they know my behaviors, um, and all of that personalization just makes it a little bit more intimate, makes it a little bit more personable so that um, I'm doing business with the brand that that knows me and likes me. and. And vice versa.
0: Correct. And there are so many different approaches to this. John just mentioned the product side of things, right? Mm-hmm. But from a, a dynamic element standpoint, another thing that you could do is you could actually build a sign-up flow on your website. Sure. On the front end, you could ask a couple of questions mm-hmm. to know what my style is. I mean, there, there are different uh, brands like this where you go online and you have to enter your email and yep. they ask yep. you 10 questions mm-hmm. and they're like, okay, here are all the you know, suits for your design, or shirts or pants that you're going to like. Yep, yep. So let's talk about these dynamic elements from a development standpoint. How Mm -hmm. hard is it to build something like this where you're providing a personalized experience Mm -hmm. to your end user, but before the purchasing
1: process, before they actually get the product? So a dynamic experience starts with the user identifying Uh, those different characteristics and different traits uh, about me. So from a development side, uh, they take all that information um, and then they'll build that in. So, uh, for instance, I'm a Denver Broncos fan uh, on ESPN. I'll let ESPN know that I'm a Broncos fan and then everything's going to be tailored towards me. When I go, I have a better experience and I feel a lot better about going on the site and doing what I have to do because I feel like they know me. So uh, from a development standpoint, um, it's just a few things that they need to build in uh, and then the experience is ten times better. Yeah.
0: I mean, let's say you're on Shopify or you're on e-commerce. When you log in, uh, the system already knows that you are John or Michael, Mm -hmm. right? It's as basic as showing a top header. This is literally 30 minutes of coding work that says, hey, Michael, welcome back, we've missed you. Like Mm -hmm. when you do that, you're just personalizing the dynamic element, right? And you are differentiating yourself from all the competition. So Mm -hmm. we believe that this is going to play a big role in the future of e-commerce. The next thing on my list is the video and brand because a lot of brands are not really leveraging video. Mm-hmm. You know, the usage of YouTube first and then Instagram, and oh, then, yeah. you know, and then uh, I think it was Twitch, and now like TikTok is just, just taking off. What do you say to all those brands who do millions of dollars and they spend no time or effort on video?
1: You're missing the boat. <laughs> video is huge. Everybody knows it. Um, there's one thing to do static imagery, but it's a whole nother ball game to do video. Uh, it's another way to engage. It's a huge way to get out there in front of your audience. Even Vine. It was only six seconds that you have in Vine, and it's valued at bajillions of dollars because they knew the value of video. Uh, whether it's to sell a product, uh, whether it's to capture eng- engagement, whether it's to do branding. Um, there's so many different things you can do with video uh, and if you're not doing video you're definitely missing the boat yeah
0: and not to mention the fact that one of the best ways you can build top funnel at the cheapest cost possible is through video Mm -hmm. so what we recommend to all the e-commerce businesses out there is definitely create your 45 second 30 second 60 second snippets for your products Mm -hmm. and if you have products and you don't have a video for every single product you're missing You're leaving hundreds of thousands, if not millions on the table. Uh, video is not an option anymore. It's a must. The next thing on our list is PR. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about PR, John. Not everybody can afford PR, but if I can get on Forbes or if I can get on entrepreneur, if I can get on, you know, Yahoo or Mm -hmm. CNN says, you know, top six ideas for Christmas
1: gifts. Sure. That's huge. So talk to us about what kind of e-commerce business should really invest in PR. Sure. So uh, if you're looking for uh, engagement, you're looking to build a brand, you're looking for um, extra people with eyes on your business, uh, it's really for everybody. Uh, No matter how big or small you are, uh, all you have to do is have some newsworthy thing uh, that you can put out to the masses. Uh, Newswire is a big thing that we used to do. Um, It basically uh, spreads your message across to a ton of different uh, audiences. Uh, And then once you have that Forbes, the NBC, the CNN um, placements, you put that on your website, and once you have those on your website, that builds credibility, um, and then people will wanna trust your brand a lot more because they know that you have something that people are engaging with on a national level. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. So PR, again, you know,
0: it gets expensive. If you are on a budget, you can always do like newswire. a PR newswire, but if you have money, if you have thousands of dollars and mm-hmm. you really wanna build a brand and you wanna differentiate, again, the key point of all of this mm-hmm. is differentiating yourself from the competition. Because the competition is not going to get lighter. It's only going to get more difficult. Uh, the next one is the voice. Mm-hmm. I use Alexa. I use Siri when I want to buy from Amazon. Mm-hmm. I don't go to Amazon.com anymore. I just say, hey, Alexa, order me those Nespresso capsules. Let's talk about that. How can the average e-commerce guy take advantage of voice? Mm-hmm. It's, it's still very... Uh, new, mm-hmm. right? only the
1: huge brands are using it, mm-hmm. but what can the average e-commerce guy do about voice? Yeah, so because it is new, uh, that offers a, a whole realm of opportunity. So when other people really aren't diving into it, um, that's when you, you dive in and you grab market share. So uh, before it's saturating, before there's millions of people in here, before you're scratching and scraping for every penny. Um, now's the time to go in, uh, optimize for voice, get that market share uh, and make some profit off of it. So it's definitely a huge differentiator. When you were just talking about looking to differentiate, that's a huge way.
0: Yeah. So one of the first things that you have to do, and a lot of people don't know this, you might be asking, how do I start with this voice stuff, right? Rich snippets on your website. If you have rich snippets on your product pages, if you have the description as a rich snippet, the price as a rich snippet, if you have reviews as a rich snippet, What's going to be able to do is that API needs whatever is on your site. So whenever, and I don't think Alexa's API is yet open to public, but they're working on it, at least with Amazon. So what you'll be able to do in the near future mm-hmm. is you, they can be. I can basically say, hey, order something from www.mywebsite.com. And then mm-hmm. it's going to load, right? And then you're going to say, well, order me the sh- white shirt that's medium, et cetera, et cetera. Did you mean this? Yes, I mean that. Give me your code, whatever your code is, and then it's purchased because your credit card is already on Google, mm-hmm. already on uh, Apple, already on Amazon. Mm-hmm. Next one, last one is logistics because yep. nothing happens in e-commerce if you can't actually ship the product. For real. Right? Yep. I mean, Amazon is going nuts with third-party logistics. They're, getting, they're very aggressive. Now you can ship across countries and Amazon just takes care of that. Talk to us about that, John. Why is that so important to be able to get your product to where it needs to go and also compete on the shipping rates as well?
1: Sure, I mean, well, if you have somebody buy uh, and they can't get it, um, not only are they gonna be dissatisfied, but they'll leave negative reviews. It's it just negative effects for your business. Um, also, you wanna do your your customers good. So if I buy something like a T-shirt or I buy a race car or something like that, like a little toy car, I want that item. Uh, if it's going to be for Christmas, if it's going to be for a kid's birthday, you don't want to let any of the friends and family and stuff down. So, uh, logistics needs to be taken care of. You need this. Um, that is just one thing that basically closes the loop on all of your, the, the chain. Got it. And if you're doing five, 10, 15, 20 million dollars
0: and your warehouse is in Miami and you got a bunch of customers in Portland, Oregon, you better get a third party logistics, the APL <laughs> in California or, in Vegas or somewhere because they're not gonna wait four or five days for your product. We're all spoiled now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're used to getting stuff the next day. Yep. Right? This is why logistics is very important. Even if you're a smaller brand, even if you're not on Amazon, you have to pay attention to this and you have to make sure that you get your products to your consumers yep. in two days. You know That should be our objective. Yep. We'll talk to you guys next week. Thank you for listening to another episode of Optimum 7 Surge Sessions. Do you have a suggestion for a topic you'd like us to cover or simply have a question about one of the topics we have previously covered? Send us an email to info at Optimum7.com or visit our website www.Optimum7.com.